Hello and welcome to today. December 16th has a lot of political significance. In 1431, during the Hundred Years' War, Henry VI of England is crowned King of France. In 1653, Oliver Cromwell becomes Lord Protector of the Commonwealth of England, Scotland, and Ireland during the English Interregnum, that brief period of English republicanism after the English Civil Wars. In 1707, the last recorded eruption of Mount Fuji occurs. But way, way back in 755, a revolt begins in China during the Tang Dynasty. So I'm not going to give you a blow-by-blow account of the An Lushan Revolt. That would take quite a while. But I am going to give you the causes of the revolt, some information about the revolt, and some information on the effects of the revolt. So first, let's start off with the man, Anne Lushan. Anne Lushan was born in 703 during the Tang Dynasty, and his life and career have some major lessons for anyone seeking to maintain a stable imperial system. Anne Lushan was a general, and for a country as big as China, you couldn't have one man micromanaging everything. It inevitably falls apart as people feel their needs are being ignored, just ask the Roman Emperor Gallienus. Indeed, there are a few parallels here. The generals were put in place as regional commanders to respond to foreign threats, like nomads. Inevitably, power is devolved into trusted subordinates. Anne Lushan had favor with Li Linfu, Chancellor of China, and with the Emperor of China himself, Zhang and as such, he was given a military command in northeastern China. This meant he controlled a pretty good stretch of land militarily, and when you have a military power over an area, you have political power over an area. An Lushan had a rivalry with two men of import, General Geshu Han and Yang Gaozong. This is important, as this means that there was already some military tension in China. And then Li Linfu went ahead and died. Yang Ganzhong became chancellor, and yeah, this just gets worse. Now, anyone who ever learned about Roman history during the late Republican period knows what this would mean. Whether it is Sulla or Caesar, when a general with a lot of soldiers is suddenly at odds with the capital, war follows. This is no exception. An Lushan began a revolt in late 755. That would last for just shy of a decade. It took a long time to settle down, spanning several emperors, and it included the creation of a separate dynasty in the territory the revolt held, which also had several emperors. The effects of the revolt, however, were pretty big. The massive death toll was a huge tax on the resources of the Tang, and this coincided with a general overall weakening of the dynasty, which it would recover from several decades later. But An Lushan was just a forerunner of another problem that would spell the end for the Tang. Their need for multiple generals and regional commanders led to a bunch of generals with solid field armies. The fall of the Tang in 907 resulted in the Five Dynasties and Ten Kingdoms period. Which, yeah, only gets bloodier. Eventually, power would be reconsolidated into another dynasty in the form of the Song in 970. Full consolidation would not occur until 979 with the fall of Northern Han. The Song would survive until 1279 when it would fall to the Mongols. That is a story for another time. Come back tomorrow, where we join the Wright brothers in making the world a much smaller place. <laughs>